Man, look, let me tell you something. I'm fucking tired, bro. The self-destruct sequence has oh, been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom of the floor. Oh, yeah, we lit it just like a fuse, so don't need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020 when we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, jumping knowledge on all the computer. Pick up the front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keeping the real estate savages like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can't get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they get closer. More over success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking up on like boulders. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll. Sitting out in the parking lot like this. Because y'all got the same outfit on, or everybody got the same J's, but his look better than yours. Because why he got his this year, he kept his from last year and just kept them clean. Like, I seen, I don't know, man. It's being a DJ, you notice a lot of stuff. A lot. Um, and I'm, I'm really just glad we're open because. If, if if you say Mobile is boring, then at this point in time, while we were all social distancing, even though if you did went out or whatnot and just cruise and just seen the streets, it makes you appreciate Mobile. Mm -hmm. Because even though we're a smaller city, it's a lot to do. You just don't feel like going out of there. I know I'll play this stuff to do. I mean, you go to the Japanese garden and just relax and just get some positive thinking. Um, you go to the breakout, the little skate rooms and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I mean. Find, some, find something that it doesn't have to be a good thing. It don't, like, go enjoy life. I mean, it's messed up what's going on right now. But I, I do my best to make it fun as possible, even at work. Right. Like, I play some music. I, I might just bring my laptop and just, you know, Bluetooth the speaker, and I can actually DJ on my laptop if I bring my turntable. And just bring it by until I get a phone call. <laughs> so, right. Um, this I'm just I don't know. I, I just I'm just a natural fun person. Right? I like to kick back. I like to chill. I like to enjoy life. Uh, as of right now, after being incarcerated for so long in the house, I'm actually ready for this. Really, really ready. I really give out positive vibes. Um, really just, really just have fun to be me and DJ group again. I miss being smooth because when I DJ, I'm in a whole nother world. Like all I see is, all I see is, is just basically a hall. And as I'm going, it's like you in the future, you can go from 1980 to 1990 mm. to 2000 to 2010 okay. and 
if I'm able to, to do all that and just bring out positive vibes, like I, it's it's dope, man. Even on R&B Fridays, uh, even though I'm not the DJ DJ for R&B Fridays, but they ever they hit me up, it's it's always love, like right. Just love it, man. I miss DJ. That that's the good part. So you you mentioned it being like an alter ego, like when you when you in there doing your thing. Is there like a certain ritual you have to do to kind of get in that space to kind of like get you? Because I know on the outside, you know what I'm saying, you're Mark. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, that's who you are outside. But when you step in them doors, when the music playing, you smooth. So how do you transition between the two? I mean, I just go. It's like, I say my prayers, have a good night. Don't let nothing happen to me or anybody else. I just go. Hmm. And everybody has their thing. Like everybody drinks. They get their drink, they get in their little groove. Right. I, I don't drink. That's something I don't do. I'm like, I think I'm probably the only DJ in this entire city <laughs> that does not drink. I can honestly say that. I think I'm the only DJ in this city that don't drink. And um, I smoke. I mean, once I find me up a blunt and just, I'm focused. I want you to feel how I feel. And I can't come DJ in a bad mood because then you're going to be like, bro, what is your plan? Right. If I'm feeling good, I want you to feel good with me. I like I just can't play turn shit off the bat. It's a build-up. If you can't come in and feel comfortable, get you a drink, grooving with your friends, singing the song, and then transitions turn up, then I, I can't, there's no point in me doing it. Because I have to bring a vibe to you. Mm -hmm. A vibe is everything, like with life. Positive things for positive people. If you speak positive things, even with DJing, if I see all my ladies in the club, I got a shot on you. I got a shot on me right now. I mean, hey, Tario might just say, "Who said that smooth?" He might just look back and say, "Hey, go get a smooth D three bottles." Mm. Tell him to pour up right now. I mean, it's a vibe, man. I feel that it's a it's a dope vibe that you cannot you cannot break. No matter how much people irritate me, no matter how much people get mad, mm -hmm. because sometimes what you want to hear is not what needs to be played. Okay, if I'm playing Future, I don't need to be playing Beyonce. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> definitely don't. Definitely don't. If I'm playing Tevin Campbell, I don't need to be playing. Who's who's who's? I don't need to be playing Youngboy. You have to give a vibe to order to anybody to feel. That's what anything, even with whatever you do, you feel me. You have to bring out a vibe. Like if you if you're not coming here happy, it's not going to be a happy thing. It's fact. I, I take pride in what I do. Um, I practice on my craft every day, even even when I'm away from my turntables. Um, it's just something I'm I keep up on. Because 
if I'm DJing and I'm doing something that I love and it's making me happy, why I let anybody rule? That's real. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I I love getting paid what I do, but it's something here that makes it more enjoyable, and I, I I'm grateful for that. Even though it's an alter ego, I'm I'm just grateful because one thing about it, yeah, I'm smooth in the club, but to everybody else, I'm still gonna forever be Marcus. I'm still gonna be that lame dude that was in the band at the floor <laughs> high school playing the bass drum. <laughs> Everybody talked about, but now when you see me, you got to get in the club. Mm-hmm. And I, I, one person, I, I, one thing I don't do, I won't brush you off. Yeah, it, it's messed up what you did in the past, but come on, bro. I at least get you through the skip one. <laughs> But getting in, I don't know. <laughs> Man, let me let me tell you something. You spoke to me right there, bro. Cause I, until about three months ago, I had an issue of letting like grudges go, mm-hmm. and then like I saw somebody from school that I ain't fuck with, like. They know. And then like I see how their life is, and then I look at my life, and I'm like, not saying they had a bad life, but I'm like, they're just living life, man. And then I realized, man, kids are jerks. Naturally. Like, they just Naturally jerks. jerks. But they're honest. Yeah. Because I had, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I used to have a cocky-ass attitude when I did you. And I kind of still do, but I slowed it down. Okay. So, my biggest credit is not the people. It's the kids. Because kids are the biggest criticizers. They're honest and they're blunt. Mm-hmm. I had a child come tell me, hey, I know you turn, but um, can we get some strolling music? I said, yeah. I played strolling music. And then, you know, you got another child coming out. Hey man, turn this, turn this sweet game. Hold up, man. Mm-hmm. It's not just about you. You got to learn to adapt with everything. I, I, it's, I had to tell a child, like, hey, sometimes when you're in the middle of a song, you need a breather. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> if you lit all night, then who knows? You might pass out, man. Right. You, need a, you need a breather. And, of course, dealing with high schoolers, they love young boy. They, they love it. They don't ask me for nothing more than young Straight boy. Straight NBA young boy. Uh, 24-8. I don't understand young boy. I don't like young boy, but I play it because they like it. Right. And if you want for those kids, and and of course my other. This is Mystique. This is Mr. Everlasting. And we are your hosts of the Safe Word Podcast. Safe Word. Y'all be sure to tune in to us every first and third Friday on SoundCloud. Go like and share and subscribe that Facebook page at the Safe Word Pod. As well as go look us up on Instagram, the Safe Word Podcast 69, for all our giveaways, lives, and other amazing, multiplicitous information. Get ready for salacious material, y'all. Hey. DJ Parton, DJ G2, I would not be able to DJ for these schools. <laughs> like, you laughing, I'm so serious. Like, no. <laughs> dog. <laughs> Like they are so blunt, man, and they they 
they're honest and they're cool but we know <laughs> once you turn to a certain age and you see them grow up from ninth grade to 12th grade and see how they react you can be like this oh man i just see this man coming to the club asking me to play this song and turn mm -hmm. this off and turn this off nah man i i, I play for everybody but kids are the most honest thing as a DJ because they're the reason why we have to keep up with music. They're the reason why there's so much new music out. Mm. I didn't know about Young Boy for real, for real. I don't like yeah. Young Boy. I'm more of a Rick Ross fan. As am I. So if you hear me coming down the street listening, rather me to you or Trill or Trilla <laughs> or any Rick Ross album, that's me. But the kids help us stay up the game with our music. And being around them and just DJing with them. I even talk song. Tell you about my day just a T song. And even gave some pointers out to even young artists coming up in high school, especially when they were rapping. Mm -hmm. Um stay true to yourself, man. And be you. Don't 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 let nothing discourage you or anything that you do. Because people will talk about you. Mm -hmm. Like a dog. Throughout my years at Booker T and the floor, like you been to Booker T too? Yeah, hey, I'm a real tumbleweed man. Hey, <laughs> all right. And um, going through middle school phase and high school phase kind of made me who I am because I went through a lot, a whole lot. Um, to the point was I almost said fuck school. I can understand that. Like, I, <laughs> I bullshit you not my senior year at the floor uh, before I transferred to Blunt and finished that Blunt. Uh, I had soda surgery and uh, I had to sit out. I had to stay for another Damn. Cool. I ain't tripping. So, push come to show, something happened at the floor between me and the teacher. The principal, Mr. Henderson, well, not the principal, but one of the administrators, Mr. Henderson's like, look, man, we see on camera that you ain't do nothing, but this lady will put charges on So, I don't want to spell you because you're trying. I can see you to another school. I went to Blunt, because the bus stop was like right there with the Blunt, and they accepted me with open arms, even mm. in the van, man. And every person who I graduated in 2010 from Blunt, I considered them as family. Don't get me wrong, I love LaFleur. I still love my LaFleur family, but it just, Blunt gave me that opportunity to be me. Mm, that's important, especially at and that age. I'm not the popular person. I'm not, you know, the guy who wear all the J's and all that. I was, I was me, man. Growing up in Tumbleville, it's like either you, you, you here or you, you're dead. Mm -hmm. I just lost my cousin last week. Damn. After I just seen him. I'm sorry, I bro. And um, he told me, like, this will forever stick with me. He said, bro, you're one of the reasons why some of these Tumbleville dudes are here today. Because 
even though they talked about you like a dog, you remain humble. And you still spoke. You killed them with kindness. Mm -hmm. That's why I always been the homeboy. So after hearing that, then, you know, this, they kind of just kind of fucked me off real. Understand. So, damn. That's crazy, man. Um, I, I would tell people, well, first off, let me say, nobody believes that I'm from Tomaville until, like I told you, and I started naming streets. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, bro, you ain't from Tomaville. You're like, you from Webmobile. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish um but nah man um for those that don't know not talk about it sometimes but not a lot man i went to best to see <laughs> come on bro come on bro come on bro. bessie cherry bessie cherry farmville farmville yeah. yes sir yes sir um i went to booker t for a year and then that was around the time that my grandmother passed and we had to move so i had to move to theodore and so the other half of my life was theodore so Tomerville and Theodore, culture shock. So yeah. I understand. And um, Tomerville, man, and not and this, I ain't saying this against any other hood, but it's like it's rough. It's like it is. But you know what? I'm grateful for all the real OGs. Yeah, they kept my head straight. I can name three of them off the bat. Uh, Black Cat. Um. My partner Leland and his brother Lil E, and last but not least, uh, get well soon. My sister now, her uh, Jackie, like all the, them five I really just named, they really kept my head straight because they know I went for the streets. Mm -hmm. I hoop at the park, not kept it cheap. I never try to get out my boundary, and. For people who get out their boundary, it's like more problems for you because you're trying to be something that you're not. Right. And, and um, have to yeah. deal with those consequences of that decision as well. Hold on, let me answer this phone call. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, I mean. Yo. Hey, come in the door, but I'm I'm being interviewed for a podcast right now. Oh, just come in and just break it in, man. That's it. <laughs> I'm getting in the yeah, car. Oh, I about to say, you want to walk off with the mic? <laughs> you good. Um, definitely those five. Um, Black Cat, Lil E, Leland, uh, my sister Naomi, and my homie Jackie. They really kept my head above water in some of man. Because I would suggest really getting out there. I just really got out there. I just moved. Mm -hmm. And I see I see everything. I've seen a lot. I've seen people get shot in front of me. I'd have been in places I shouldn't have been. Mm -hmm. They got caught up in some shit that I shouldn't have to be in. And it just made me, it just profiled me as another, it profiled me as another one. Mm -hmm. And I started acting different towards people, some people, especially some of my closest homies. Mm -hmm. And 
I, I, I remember this like it was yesterday, dog. If it weren't for Black Cat, just slapping some sense into me, I promise you, I would not be where I'm at. <laughs> I'm gonna say that lie to you. Because <laughs> I know we was at the park. At the point of time, you know, this is when I started, you know, learning, you know, how to fight and everybody. Oh, man. So, Let's of go. course, uh, me and one of my friends got into it. You know what I'm saying? Black Cat shot me. see, bro, this ain't you. Chill out. Mm. Chill out. This ain't you. From that day forward, man, I I only fight when I have to. Man. That's how I try to do it. Yeah. Right. So I was I was a wild man. Like I was really wild because after all the bullying and everything, like I started becoming what they was called. Like I started becoming one of them. Mm-hmm. And really easy to do. It. it I was fucking up in school. I almost failed. I ain't gonna lie. If it went for summer school and night school, I almost failed. Um, it's it's been a lot, but those five, and especially my grandma, God rest her soul. Thank you, baby. I won't be my man. I I wouldn't be. I'm not a gangster. I'm not a thug. I'm just a DJ that just wanna provide good vibes. Hmm. That shit need to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> and um, it's funny how I got into DJ because I didn't know nothing about DJ. Even in high school, I was in a band. I could read, write, cite music for days. But dealing with DJ Mr. Mississippi, he was a DJ Crush. He was a second person that ever let me touch a pair of tapes. The first person was Rob Ski. Really? But he was teaching me. And at this point, I'm, I am I didn't really take it seriously because I was really just starting to host. And uh, Mr. Mississippi, he was like, well, you got a voice. You want to try to learn how to spin? I don't know, man. This don't look like it should be me. He said, bro, give it a try. And that day four, It was just a birth. I didn't have a name yet. <laughs> mm. I didn't have a name for like a good six months until I got the sugars. When I got the sugars, uh, a cat named Bilo, he heard me DJ. He said, like, boy, you smooth. Boy, that's, that's you smooth. Boy, you smooth with this DJ and shit, man. You good. Mm. So he said, what's your DJ name? I ain't got one. Well, he got one now. One time for DJ Smooth in the building, and they just took off the nothing. That's how it should be, man. With nicknames, yeah, your 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 work should create your nickname for you. But you know what though, my nickname now smooth is way outside of what it was in high school. What was your nickname in high school, man? Ah, I can talk about this now. Krusty. Krusty. You can ask him. Okay. So the reason why they call me Krusty because of my hand. I, I have eczema, but you know, my hands. Oh, like, get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, so. Bro. That's messed it look like, up. You know, like, my hands look 90, but I look 13. You be in the But, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't let it. It bothered me at first, I will say that. But over time, what's up? What up, Krusty? what it do? Right. So, as of now, some people who really, 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 really know me, 
like Kendall, she can come up to me and say, what are you doing, Christ? And I won't get mad. Right. <laughs> like, they, they still call me that to this day. And I thank God for that name. Mm. Because you got to go, you, you have to be something in anything. If I'm in music, I, I was a pretty, I, I was the only percussionist that could rewrite inside music. Besides my partner, Bradley Hamilton. And I'm the old, I, I was the OG the vet. And uh, even my band director called me that. And he, he said it in no disrespect way. And I just took it from that day forward. Anybody that knows me in the band, only if he was in the band. What up, Chris? What it do? What it do? Right. It's all love. Because I learned to grow into that nickname. Mm-hmm. Smooth came out of nowhere. Like I didn't. I, I, at first, I was thinking about being DJ uh, Fluffy because I was a fat man. I was a. I was, you a was gonna fat. go with Fluffy, bro? Fluffy man. Fluff. Well, Fluff, 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 Fluff. Who like that? Fluff. Okay. I was, a, I, I was a little chunky dude before mm-hmm. I lost weight and you know got to my size now. Um. But Bilo said no, 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 no. Right. Your name is Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is Smooth. <laughs> so I said, all right, bet, man. Because I, I, I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. But I got with the right people and with the right OGs in the game. And look at that Smooth today, man. I done, I done done a lot of stuff I thought I would never do. I done met a lot of artists I thought I would never see. Wow. I done talked to a lot of people I never thought I would speak to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not because, you know, by me being the DJ, oh, y'all have to know these people. Nah, man, I I, I work my ass off mm-hmm. to get my I'm at, to, to, to even get to know these people. Like, I had DJs looking at me like, bro, you fuck. Who you with? Avenger DJs, man. Oh, we heard about y'all. Y'all some hard, mm-hmm. y'all some hard boys on down there. And you come, y'all, y'all need to come up and fuck, fuck with us. Where you at? Nashville. Okay. Florida. Texas. Like, by me being the Avenger, I'm not going to say it got my name out more, but it structured me and molded me better as a business person mm. because now I have to deal with contracts mm. now I have to start thinking numbers of what I need to start thinking numbers like yo if I'm doing this concert this is what I need and I don't need no less and the last concert we did before this pandemic little baby like mm. we turned that concert into a club. That was at uh, what's the fairgrounds? Yeah, it was me, uh, my brother DJ G two, mm-hmm. and my partner from Florida DJ Neutron. Neutron stay come down here and kicking it with us, and um, that night, me and G, right before we set up and everything, we said, bro, we got a statement to make. A real statement. And after that concert, man, I my calls, my 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 
inboxes, my emails have been blowing the fuck up. Like something I can't even, even get to right now. Like, cause it's so much. And it's sometimes it's late responses, sometimes I can't get to them. But I do my best to try to. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so much that being a DJ and learning how to DJ and learning the business side of it made me smoother than what I was. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, I understand people have issues, monetary issues, but even with that, they still pay me what I asked for. And you know, I, I just like I told you, like when you came over, I said I believe in going to others that you want others going to you. You might book me one day. I'm like, oh no, bro, I got you. Two hours, I got you. Don't worry about it. No, nah, man, you should. Yeah, don't worry about mm -hmm. it. And you still gave me something. I mean, I just being a DJ really just taught me how to be more of a people person mm. and learning how to talk to people in different lanes business side even some, some for the street side but the business side really taught me a lot because I promise you one day I came into uh, Tech invited me to DJ with him at the uh, Zeggy Matter and I came looking like I just left the club. Like some jeans, no uh a shirt, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I can take my shirt it was. <laughs> I had the nine tails shirt. Mm. And uh Naruto it was one half of Naruto right here, one half of the nine tails. And I walked in, of course I had my Naruto hat, you know what I'm saying, with the uh with the Uzumaki uh symbol mm. here. Uh I was like, yo, what's good? Everybody looking at me like, bro, what the fuck you got on? Everybody just looking at me like, Tech, Tech ain't going nothing about He said, what else, woo? Like, Tech, where am I? Right. <laughs> where am I? He said, oh, don't worry about it, you're good for right now. But, picture this and picture yourself in here. All right. You got the dress for the event. And I started to learn that. Well, especially when it comes to weddings, mm. family reunions, and uh and club bars. Like, I had a chance to DJ at the uh second honest bar. Not the main not the main one now, not not the main at the main stage, but you know when we had all the Avengers together, when we did like the little side part. But just gotcha. in case, you know what I'm saying, you want to come in, I'll DJ there, me, Black, KO, and um, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. And um, I DJ that for the first time, and it's hard DJing with a, you know, with a, with a long sleeve right. shirt. <laughs> it's hot as fuck. But <laughs> it, it's, that business side taught me my work stuff I get now if it's not for my DJ it needs to be something towards
by DJ. I don't care if it's speakers, um, another computer, music, lighting. Like, I just started investing myself a lot more, man. Because the more you invest in yourself, the less you can be worried when something goes wrong. Yep. Like, it's been plenty of times when I didn't have all my equipment. Been plenty of times out of flute. But thanks to them flutes, it molded me to be a better person, be more prepared. And I'm grateful for that. If I didn't get a chance to learn that business side, truth to be told, I'll probably still be in shotguns. Mm -hmm. Because shotguns was spot I was DJing at before I came to Tag, before Tech, and then got me in Tag. And by DJing the Tag and being around Tech and Nick, it, it, it helped my business structure a little bit more. Even with the poetry shows, it structured me a little bit because, yo, we having this and I need you to dress, dress casually. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool, bet. I'll come in with a nice pair of khakis, nice dress shoes, a polo shirt, and you know, nothing, nothing out the way. I don't rock jewelry, I don't do none of that. I mean, I, 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 this business side kind of upscaled me too. Because I used to dress. All I wear was just retro shirts and, you know, jeans. Sometimes I had basketball shorts and a retro shirt. DJ? Yeah. Wow. Like, because at that point in time, I was just thinking about it. Yeah, I'm just going to work and I'm going to go home. Okay. I didn't see the business side of it. Mm -hmm. It's for the people that just sat me down and drilled it in my head, I thank them. Because if I wasn't that type of DJ to do everything that I'm doing now, I'll be broke. I'll be broke as shit. And not knowing my worth, I'll be broke as shit. I want to talk about that for a minute. Because um, you hit you a bunch of points that I really like. Uh, the first thing is knowing your worth, not being ashamed to set your price and stand by it. Did realizing that you were a businessman help push that confidence for that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so much hassle into DJ. Mm -hmm. People don't see it. Yeah, you can see us, you we lit, but you don't know what we're doing. Like you don't come in early and set this stuff up for us. You don't come in and make sure your mic sound good, mm -hmm. your, your your lighting looks good, your speakers not having no feedback. All that that's that's a lot of time and a lot of mental time because you're focused on in case you want this to be perfect. Sometimes everything's not going to go perfect. Some mics might do, mm -hmm. but the not perfect size will make you a better person and a better businessman because you see your flaws. Now, this is why I need work on it. Because 
this point in time, I didn't have speakers. I didn't have speakers. I ain't gonna lie. I actually, when I bought, when I actually bought it a few, I wouldn't say I was careless, but I wanted more, and I bust some speakers. Mm. And it's it's all fun and games until you bust your own speaker. Right. Mm -hmm. I, when I bust my own speaker, I realized I said, "Damn, ain't nobody do this but me." Mm -hmm. So guess what? Amazon, I gotta pay sixty-five dollars for another speaker head. I gotta get a drill, put the new speaker head, and learn wiring now. Mm -hmm. Like just because you you dealing with just speakers and DJ turntables, you still got to learn about the wiring. You can't mess nothing up, but you put some on fire. Right. I learned that by being around business-minded people. And I seen their mistakes. I spared my own mistakes. But I learned from theirs and mine. Because busting speakers the worst thing that ever happened to me. Like, for real. That could change the whole altar point of a crowd. Mm. Because if you got that thump and it's hidden, but you don't hear it anymore and it sounds like it's straight coming from the speakers like it's just nothing but highs. Right. It's gonna make your head hurt. Like you'll be like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. But learning from my mistakes made me a whole much better person as a business person. Because not only, you know, you got to know your worth, but you still have to map out everything that you that's cost. Because time, your time is very costly, mm -hmm. and if something goes wrong, yeah, you did it. But guess what? They're not gonna pay for it, right? So, with that, that's like if I charge four fifty for like five hours, like I'm giving you five hours worth of nothing but positive vibes. Oh, you want light soup? Okay, cool. That's extra 25. Mm -hmm. Like, people don't understand this. And I don't understand why people don't understand. Because if a person telling them your price, why are you trying to blackball them and lowering right. their price? If you support black businesses, now some businesses do be tripping. Might catch little attitudes. And that's, that's all right. You can brush that off. But... When it comes to the quality of what you're doing, your price needs to match your quality. Fact. Because if your price does not match your quality, then they're, they're, they're definitely not gonna book you. Mm. Because you wasted their time, you wasted your time, and you had people complaining about you. Like, I, I had some complaints about me, I'm not gonna say here and lie. But I actually called those. I actually called them back, and I asked for feedback. What is it that I can work on as a as a DJ to better serve you? You feel me? A lot of people don't understand what it means to be a DJ. Some people just do this off the livelihood, and you trying to lowball their prices. It's bad. 
because these people work hard for what they do. And I'd be damned if I, I, I had to stop being nice. Mm. I had to. Because not only I was shorting myself, but I was shorting my kid. That's a good point. I yeah. didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. And if it if it really wasn't for Tech and everybody in the Avengers, uh, Mark Jackson and everybody else who kept me okay in this club thing mm-hmm. and realizing how much I really was worth, I would not be where I'm at today. Business wise, I done done a lot of concerts now. I didn't. I didn't. My biggest thing is concerts because it's so much you can play in the concert. And I also went soup. I just really started getting into weddings. Mm. I had my first real real wedding like a couple years ago, and I asked my partner Rigo Rod for some help. I said, hey, I need help. I don't mm-hmm. mind paying you half of what I'm getting. He showed me the business side of a partnership. And especially when it came to that contract, because he could easily suit me to court if I short him $1. Right. And I thank Rico for teaching me the contract a while. Because if you don't go by what you, if you go by what you say, people can reword anything that you say. That's true. But what's on that black and white can't be reframed. And I thank him for that. I thank everybody who taught me a business side. It doesn't matter if it was DJing or just a personal advice. Mm-hmm. I thank them because it's so much I have to learn. As being a businessman and a teacher. So, I'm, I'm 29, I'm still doing this, I ain't trying to do this forever now. I, I feel it. But, I'm glad I'm at a point in time now, now especially when my head level is now, I'm glad I'm able to learn that. Because, it's what I work. I like that. I like that. Not being ashamed of uh, embracing what you worth, yeah. especially when you're passionate about something like this. Because I've I've been online and I seen you do it. You know, do what you do, and you be zoned in. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> we'll be at bank. <laughs> I promise you, we'll be at bank, and um, some of my homegirls will be up there. Mind you, now, all we do is smoking the DJ. <laughs> hey, smoke, smoke. I'm in there. Right. I done missed the blunt my full time. Where the blunt at? That shit gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn. I was that focused. Yeah. It's all good. I'll roll on one. Right. I, I just be that focused, man. Like, it's, it's a gateway. Mm-hmm. It's a natural high. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't smoke weed, it's a natural high. And... Being able to make your own sound is the dopest thing in the world. 
Like, it's dope. And tonight, I might go live. I might not, but I know. But I, I'm going to practice. But I might go live. I might not. But um, I'm just going to do it. Like, it's so much new music out now. Mm-hmm. And me and my partner, we going to do what we need. We going to do what we love to do best and break records. We're going to make sure you listen to your favorite song before it comes to your favorite song. And people ask us, why are you playing all this new shit? Because why the old shit that you do want to hear is not the time for it. Mm-hmm. But once we stick this song in your head, you're going to Shazam the fucking song. Right. Facts. Because <laughs> I've done it. You're going to see what the song <laughs> is. I've done it. You're going to ride to that song yep. to see what it is. Mm-hmm. And after a point of two weeks time, you gonna come up there and say, "Hey, oh, uh, you know that shit you played mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago? What it was? Oh, uh, Twisted Slide, the Twisted Slide. Play that real quick. You say you didn't like it, right? I grown accustomed to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I looked at them like, okay, okay, I'll play it for you. Right? You gotta I'll get them to side out. Okay. All right, nigga. So I, I let you wait for them, like for slide I <laughs> Right. <laughs> but um, it's 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 man when you DJing or anything that you doing when you zoned out, nothing else matters. That's nothing like nothing. I promise you, I can get a phone call. I ignore the phone call. Probably to after I finish my set, I'm like yo, nigga, we been at the line waiting on your ass. Oh mm. my bad. <laughs> my bad. Uh, I was DJing here. I come right now. Um, but yeah, man. Can I post some deep shit to you? Hey. All right. So I got a theory why that's the dopest feeling in the world when you create something. Okay. Hear me out. What's going on, everybody? This is Malcolm from Fandoms Anonymous. We are an amazing podcast where we are all over social media, such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and more. We talk about all of your geeky and nerdy news from comic books to TV shows and the movies. And we also get to the nitty gritty local and community news and Hollywood news in our new series, The Conversation Series. We also interview people from all over the country on the one-on-one series presented by Fandoms Anonymous. And we get to know who they are and what they do from business people to singers to actresses actors and more we hope you guys will take a listen to our content and we will see you guys in another video now you know i interview a lot of people and they talk about their passions and everything and all of them say the same exact thing you just said it's something about creating something that is the dopest shit alive i meditated on that no lie and i come to the conclusion what it is us being humans whether you're spiritual or not you're always curious what's it like to be at a higher power than what you are so believe it or not the reason it's so dope to you is because you creating a sound is as close as you're going to get to becoming god god created life just with saying something you're creating a sound that is yours uniquely yours just like a person who's a gardener they go out, they trim bushes, they plant a seed, and they wait, and they watch it grow. You, you see the manifestation of what you did come to life. You create a vibe, and you see it amongst the people. Something that only you can do is your specific vibe that you create, and you share it with the world, and you see it reflect back to you.
That is the closest we get to seeing God in the face, bro. Damn, that's deep. I don't want to say... But you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. But I want to say... I don't want to call myself a God. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying... No, I know that. But, you know... But I'm more of a teacher. Okay. And this is the reason why I say that. Because... If I'm able to mix lovers and friends, which is Lil John, mm-hmm. Ursha, and Ludacris, with their brand new song with Sesby, and mix it into something different, that's beautiful. Like, that's, that's such a story within like, itself. Do you not know somebody gonna come up to be like, "Hey, who DJ? Right. It could be me. It could be him. Hey, I don't know what the fuck you just did." But that shit hard. Mm-hmm. And I had other DJs like, bro, how the fuck you do that? The more you work, the more you practice, the more you continue to download, and the more you believe in yourself, mm-hmm. and the more that you perfect your craft, right? there's nothing in this world that you can't do. Fact. I done DJ. I, I remember Jones, he got me to DJ for an all-around crowd. Okay. Remind you, I'm good at pop, but not where I'm supposed to be. Okay. No, I didn't download any more music. No, they didn't come up that ask for any requests. But, I gave them the most dopest vibe. That's what you want. If I can ever feel. If I can miss Uzi Vert up into a Jonas Brothers song. Wow. And make it sound like like it's it's supposed to be there. You can't tell me nothing. Because one thing DJs hear. I'm not going to say all. But one thing DJs here are scared of. They're scared to make their own sound. Mm-hmm. It's good to learn from another person, but whatever you learn, flip it into your own. And that's what I learned. Like, when it comes to a a, 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 a beat juggle, like, yeah, it's the same thing, but you add your own flavor. If you just want to slow it, mm-hmm. or you just want to bat spin, you want to echo it out, or you just want to uh, just bring it back out, it's, it's so many ways. But how you do it, makes you you everybody want to keep hearing about i'm gonna give a prime example between three of my partners i hear the same i even told them yo switch your setup i even told myself that Mm. switch your setup real quick let's see what you pull off the more you switch your setup and the more you keep breaking new music at appropriate times and be creative about it People look at you like, hey man, whoever that DJ was, is the hardest DJ in the city. Like, that dude can miss everything. Like, I got to invite you to RB Fridays and to a Saturday Please, with you, man. please, you. please, um, I would love to be on site, bro. On them RB Friday, dog, this is how you know it's me, DJ. If I play one Keisha Cole, if I play, I play Keisha Cole Love. 
Soon as the song Soon the song come on, I do not play the song. They sing the song word for word. Especially when they get to the oh love. Yeah, the And this me in the DJ booth. Never knew what I was. And then when you get to the I found not coming with pretty Ricky, your body. Yes, sir. Like the whole club loves that. And I found myself being repetitive with. So I said, okay. They know they gonna you're gonna come in with pretty Ricky. Come in with something different. That's when we bring out Summer Walker. Alright. And Janae Kill. You feel me? You have to break boundaries mm -hmm. in order to do what you do best. Because if you don't break any boundaries, then who are you? What are you here for? I learned that, and as I learned, and I kept building, and I kept hitting, and I kept hitting. It's so much music in this world to play the same song twice. I, I can honestly say my first three years, I've done it. I kept playing the same songs back and forth. But now, since I've been on my shit and been on, and just been on a, okay, man, if I even I'm out somewhere, I don't care if I'm in a parking lot, and if I hit one good trap song, I'm like, oh, this shit sound fine. Hold up, Siri, what song is this? Mm-hmm. Oh, Future. Future got a good song. See what this song about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is it's such a vibe, man. Because just like you said, when God created life, he created something. Mm -hmm. I created the sound. I made something. By me turning a future song to a young boy song. To a gotti, to a money bag, to a meat meal, to a whatever the case may be, and still have you rolling in the club like this, mm -hmm. and you go home and say you can't feel your face and your feet. <laughs> right. I done my job. Like it's been plenty of times I can't feel my face, and I'm the only person in the club that don't drink. <laughs> like I could be lit as fuck. Guess what? I can't feel shit. Mm -hmm. I'm so fucking tired. I'll be sluggish and shit like the next day. I because I put my all into it, man. It's like I don't care if it's a hundred folks in there or ten folks in there. I'm gonna find a way to make those ten people have fun, mm -hmm. or I'm gonna find a way to make sure these ten people tell another ten people to tell another ten people to tell another twenty to tell another forty. Fact the what. Hey, yo, you need to go check this dude out. He's, he's good. And a lot of people didn't have faith in me when it came to older folks. Hmm. Not, not a lot. But one person did. And I cherish this man to the day I die. Because without this man, I wouldn't be the man that I am. And that's DJ Stretcher. Okay. Stretcher bought me. It's been a minute since I DJ with Stretcher, and he knows that. 
he called me last year. He said, yo, I want you to come do my birthday party, man. Me? You always DJ for your birthday. He said, man, it's your turn, huh? Nah. Mm. Went down at, uh, what is it now? Fernandez? Yeah, Fernandez. And, um, when I say, when I first walked in, I didn't play no feature. I didn't play no money bag. I played Scarface. Ooh, I'm listening. I played Goody Mob. I'm listening. UGK. Okay. A Ball MJG. Okay. Fuck around. I'll play some motherfucking Fresh Prince, but the right one. You feel me? The old Wayne. The Carter One and Carter Two Wayne. Mm -hmm. The old Ross. All right. Cause when you come in and even if I cannot play Southern playlistic at a older gathering, I don't want to be at it. Fam, that is what I pulled up to to this house. That is what I pulled up to. <laughs> that is hilarious. I'm dog, I'm a I'm a real music head. Like I, even at Tad, when when nobody at Tad, I'm sitting here telling you, I had an old vibes myself that brought a crowd in. Even though we had a smaller crowd after Tech and Nick left, I was able to maintain. So, if I cannot pull up and start a party right like I'm supposed to be, like if I can't come in. Uh, all around older, older crowd, mm -hmm. like 40s and 50. If I can't play no Mike, Atlantic Star, or Prince, I don't need to be there. Midnight Star, if I, if I can't play, if I can't play Big Luther, bro, I do not need to be at your house, DJ. That is a bust about it. I, I can't. Respect. Because need that. this is what we come off of. Mm -hmm. This is this is what makes music what yep. it is now it's what inspiration draws down yes. from exactly. why you think the second person we have close to Michael Jackson is Chris Brown yeah the second absolutely. person we have close to Prince well you know what I'm going to say two people that's close to Prince I'm going to say Bruno oh yeah absolutely. I'm going to say The Weeknd okay I'll give him that I'll give him that now me personally I know a lot of people don't feel this way, so I'm gonna say this in the camera. Go ahead, say Hold it. On. Go ahead, say Hold it. Hold on, let me let me As we say, uh talk your shit, sir. I will. Okay. So look, all Beyonce fans, I'm about to make y'all mad. Oh, please, I'm ready for it. She's a great entertainer. I'm not gonna sit here and stay. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. But Emil is still would have been here to this day, she would not be mad at I agree. I agree with you on now. Fight me. I say what I say. <laughs> I agree with you. And hearing certain artists die, like Left Eye and, you know, Aaliyah, and it, it hurt it because why they were the next generation. Yep. And when you taste something that when you take that away from us it, it makes it harder on the music industry to find that sound mm -hmm. that they need and as of now 
you know, last year they lost Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke is a good person, but down here, he would not fit for this crowd. No, I agree. His and, uh, cadence and that tone is not really a Southern. It's not. It's, it's more not. of a New York and type of. Don't get me wrong. What he's saying, he hard. Oh, yeah, he, he goes. But it's not for down here. Mm-hmm. Young M.A., not for down here. Yeah. She uh, dope, too, by the way. Shout out to if you listen to this by any chance, young man, you, you Freddie Gibbs, not for down here. Yeah. Uh, Twali Khalid, not for down here, dude. <sighs> Don't get me started on Black Star as a whole, bro. Right, like, dude, it's legendary. Like, it's, they, they got a song called Country Cousins with UGK, bro. And, like, nobody really nobody knows. knows. Ah. Everybody say they listen to Wiz, but I listen to Wiz. I snuck a weird song in bank one night. Matter of fact, never been part two with him and Rick Ross. I take it. I take it. Can I? Can I? Can I go there with you since we talking music? Never been part one. As soon as I heard the sample, I knew it was from uh, Chrono Trigger. Yes. From, uh, yes. Super Nintendo. As soon as I heard it, dun, 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 I was like, No, they did not. Yes. Bruh. Like I'm dude. a nerd. Yeah. Dude, like, I'm a nerd, too. Shout out to like, 28 Grams. That was a great album, by the way. You know what? My favorite Wiz album is Taylor Adams. Oh, yeah. Taylor Adams. Nameless is my theme song. That is a phenomenal song, sir. The way because it's is mm-hmm. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. And if you're not rich, you're nameless. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be rich. I want to be rich, but I don't want to be rich here. My name should speak for itself. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Monetary-wise, yeah, I'm, I'm straight. But if I'm not rich in here, and here, none of that shit would matter. Right. And that's what Wiz and Chevy was trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. Because no amount in the money of this world should make any person happy. Because you can buy all the shit you want. But are you happy with it? Boy. I didn't understand I listen, that concept. I listen to rappers mm-hmm. that say what they mean and mean what they say. I cannot sit here and listen to your boy all fucking day. I cannot sit here and listen to Rod Wave all fucking day. Dude, if I give you my jump drive, I'll let you borrow my jump drive for a week. <laughs> and let you hear what I hear on a daily basis. If it ain't T.I., Lil Wayne, Ace Hood. Slept on. Ace Hood. Cole. Thank you, sir. And last but not least, Ross. Can I tell you my favorite Ross song of all time? Ooh, let's see. Give me your top three. It's not even a long. Oh, I can give you three. Give me three, though. I'm going to give you number one is Scientology. For the simple fact. He has a line yes! where he says, uh, "Respect me in my man. Respect me as a man when you look me in my eyes. Yes. Let's address the past. Won't be no problems down the line. Yes. See Confederate flags, but I got, got a flag, flag on mine. Yeah, I got a flag on mine. Bang! <laughs> and then he insert. I got yes. money for Lil Wayne. Let's do it then, bro. That." Part right, I had to go back and listen to that whole song again to, to hear that setup. 
because that song crescendo so, for that part and so, then it cut off so i know we still trying to figure out the top three so let me okay. ask you something between scientology or a game based on sick why you gotta do that why you gotta because do me that? personally uh-huh. i love game based on sympathy because why dude had a live band you feel me and if I can't ride with my windows down with the L with yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yes definitely and you can't hear mm-hmm. like it's so soothing to the soul because as a person that actually played an instrument you feel every instrument, instrument. in that mm-hmm. song. And it's so relaxing. Right. So, yeah, back to the top three, man. They, they, they don't let me get off course. So, back to the top three. Now, my other two are not exactly Ross songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're collaborative uh, efforts with him on it. Mm-hmm. Um, my second, believe it or not, and this, this is an oldie. Power Circle. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like that choice. Mm-hmm. Power Circle was was disgusting. Just the way it came on. If Michael Jackson was here, he would he, be happy. Bruh. He would have been proud. Bruh. He would have been proud. The way that song comes on is so I love soulful rap. Like when that's why I respect Justice League. Justice League can create an instrumental yes. that feels like it's for grown men oh. sipping yet. While riding, like you said, with the windows down, the AC on, past shades on, someone beautiful on the side. Yes, you yes. know what I'm saying. That's that's what, and that's why I want to put Maybach Music Three in my third choice, but I can't. I can't. I'm gonna tell you why. It's all there is a Kanye song where Rick Ross rapped, and it's not again. It's not even Rick Ross song. It's just his verse is so vividly wrapped mm-hmm. and the imagery is there devil in a new dress bro yeah, you went deep with that one man bro yeah you went deep you were really I'm really sleeping deep. with the angel of death catching feelings what he said catching feelings never again retracing my steps he's talking about the fact that with what he does and earning money yes. he's flirting with death and when you when you go deeper than that, you're sleeping with death. When when you do what he's talking about doing, yes, yes. and he's saying he's catching feelings, trying to retrace his steps, meaning he's got deeper than he wanted to get, but he's trying to go back to see where it happened at. But Ross is a writer, bro. I don't care what I they don't say care about who him. say what about Ross. Ross made music for grown ass men. Yeah, bro. absolutely. My top three raw songs, of course, my number one, Game Based on Sympathy. Mm-hmm. Last one, uh, second one is Maybach Music 4. Okay. Oh, and girl, did rip it. <laughs> she did. No, no, not, that's five. That's five. Who was on four? Neo. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, And last but not least, I had to go back to the original album before he did Triple C's. Port of Miami. Okay, number one. Every day I'm hustling. 
that because was why. Uh, Let me tell you why. Because every day is new money and new opportunities. That's now depending on how you got off of your ass and did it. If there's any kind of way to go get some legit money and quit fast money, like bro, you gonna get off your ass and you mm -hmm. gonna go get it. <laughs> like, bruh, when you when you gotta whip it real hard, mm -hmm. you have to whip it, whip it <laughs> real hard. Do you bruh. hear me? That's... Hustling that song between that first album let y'all know Rick Ross was coming. Mm -hmm. Port of Miami 2 let you know Rick Ross is not going fucking anywhere. At all. And even though people say it's not the same as one, you're right because it's just growth. Yeah. That's how many years ago? Like damn near 10 years? That's a whole decade, G. <laughs> Shit. You're not supposed to be the same man you were Dude, 10 years ago. like... His, his sound has changed since then. His production. Yes. His quality. You get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, dude, Rick Ross is the most slept on, underrated, and disrespected artist of all time. I agree. Wholeheartedly. Because why? You can't sit here and listen to the fact what a grown man is telling you, even when he did Idols versus Idols turn to rivals. Mm. He kept it grown, man. He ain't call you no type of bitch. No fuck niggas to talk about fucking your bitch. He kept it G with you. Mm -hmm. There's no way that... <laughs> if I'm baby, bro, you talking to me like that, bro? Oh, he came at that nigga neck. You should know. Came came at that like, nigga neck. Who? Let him know, though. You like, know what I'm saying? You did Cali wrong. You did Manny Fresh wrong. Mm -hmm. And pray that I hope that Manny get to see the light. And I got one last request. Can all producers please get paid? Yep. Yep. Baby said he told you, he said, bro, I like it, bro. But I'm sorry, but you fucking up. Mm-hmm. And if you cannot have that type of person, like a Rick Ross type person in your life, then you, my friend, is you going one way down. Yeah. Rick Ross was the no nigga in the industry. Yep. 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 That's that's why he I He is today's notorious B.I.G. I can agree with that. You we can argue with this all day. He is today's today's now. I can agree with that. B. And I can hold as far as my two pot wise after just really just listening to him, it's three people I can give him mind on. Okay. Of course, Kendra Nicole. Oh, yeah. And Easy. last but not least. Hey. And last but not least. Oh. And she like to be loud. She like to be loud. It's fuck, bro. It's family. So, uh, at that point in time, Jonah Lucas now. Bruh, when niggas was like, Damn, Will spitting. Where the fuck you been? Will Bearheart. Will was the Fresh Prince before bro. he was Will Smith. He bro. brought the word jiggy to this world, bro. Bro, bro, bro. niggas must have forgot who sampled Summertime and made Summertime, bro. Summertime. Bro. <laughs> Two miles an hour to everybody. See, who did they think they got that from, bro? Here it is, man. Bro. And you know what? 
people forgot that he addressed Eminem before Eminem was like this untouchable God. Yeah. He did Mr. Nice Guy. Come on, bro. People Will forgot Smith who Will and Rob was. Kim are the two greatest rappers to never curse. Exactly. Come on. Come on in. I promise you're fine. You're fine, bro. So, never. Like, Jordan Lucas now has shown me, like, dude, you made a song about your idol, and your idol got Is on the song with you. Quickly. And he told you in the song, I, I thank you that you think I'm perfect, but I had my issues. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Can't no man say that. Nope. People are not, some people are afraid to admit when they're wrong. And I'm not. And I had my flaws and everything. But just like Will said, if I didn't have them flaws, I would not be Will Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, for real. Like, listening to Jordan Lucas now, in two years, he will be up there with Cole and Kinky. Yeah, absolutely. Because his wordplay is un- undoubtable. The man can flow off anything. The man can do songs without cursing. And his creativity in his mind is dope. That track he did, um, I know everybody hopped on to him with uh, I'm Not Racist came out, but I was on him a little bit before. Yeah, He had a track come out where he discussed suicide and uh, had shot a video with it. And I know uh, him and uh, Logic had beefed about it because somehow Logic had got a similar idea pretty soon to that. But it's funny, because him and Logic just did a song together. Yeah, they, they squashed it over. Yeah, because yeah. they bought, they, 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 everybody goes through the same thing, man. Yeah. But different ways. Right. It's creative, like, recycling. You know so, what I'm saying? You bounce an idea off you. Logic went through some, Logic went through some things. Mm-hmm. He even said that he had, matter of fact, he gave you a song with the hip line. Yeah. If he was ever going through it. You heard that track he did about anxiety? Yes. Like, I listen to everybody. Like, Bro, like, black people are, I love my black people, but you have to give some of these white rappers their credit where credit is due, especially if they're telling the truth. Fact. You feel me? I'm a big Logic fan. I like Logic. Yeah. I like Eminem. I like Machine Gun Kelly. But people are so in tune to so much trap music that you're afraid to open your mind. These people got some real stories to tell. I promise you, when I heard Logic's uh, the 1-800 song, mm-hmm. I cried. Real shit? I cried because, I mean, you never know what somebody's going through, man. They could be so happy. When Matt Miller died, I cried. Boy, that fucked my world up because I had just got hit from Matt Miller. Song by Matt Miller is when he was in the live studio session but I'll just in the mirror dog that track and I don't even care for the original song when the beat was made that song because you 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 put some feeling into that dog you felt that for real yeah you you, you want to read off no paper dude mm. can I give you another one it. like that 2009. Did you see the Tiny Desk concert version? No, no, I didn't. Oh, check that out. 
Oh, you could tell he was in his feelings because the to whole time he rapping, he's sitting like this. I ain't got to lie no more. It's why I get a high because an angel's supposed to. Like, he's looking off like he's really saying yeah. what's on his heart. And I'm like, bro, this dude could have been incredible. Yeah, I, I'm. Go and check it out. It's, I'll even I see will. the link. I will. 2009, his live one. I, yeah. will, I had goosebumps, bro. It's not enough. It's too many rappers, but it's not too. It's, it's not enough artists. I agree with that. It's Rap not, is fast it's food enough, now. It's a lot of money, but it's not enough charity. I hear that. It's I a, hear that. It's a lot of power, but there's no love. Mm. So, if we're all in the same industry together. Why in the fuck we should hate off this person, dog? Like, let's just say if I want to get into pocket, and I was. I was part of the Lemonade staff. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the dopest shows to ever step, the ever grace mobile. Even though we were controversy and people so-called said we were messy, we was the number one watch show on Wednesdays, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I, I heard about it. We was right there in Pritchard. It was me, Marsh, Marsha Brady, uh, Rashawna Robinson, Payne Davis, and uh, Christian Landro. And um, I feel like I'm missing somebody. But in the case if I miss somebody, I, I'm sorry. I'm hot. But um, <laughs> meeting different people, not just rappers, because I had to put a stop to that. Mm -hmm. Let's meet some real people. By meeting domestic violence survivors, suicide, breast cancer, teachers, law enforcement, and what not what we need to know, not just in the industry, but what's going on in our community. You feel me? That brought a lot of attention to us. We done made it to the, we done made it plenty of times across the fucking world. Especially when we had an all-male cast. It was me, K.O., Payne, and, uh, and Cena. Bro, let me, t let me tell you. To come, we got Cena to come kicking with us. Let me, t let me tell you. I, know f I knew about Lemonade Stand. I was living in Huntsville at the time. And I knew about y'all. Y'all had niggas up there buzzing about y'all. People come hey. up to me. Oh, you from Mobile? So you, you watch Lemonade Stand? I'm like, bruh. This is crazy. Like, because... I wanted to start something while I was able to speak my mind mm -hmm. and hopefully people didn't get offended, didn't go as planned. Hey. I even had some family members turn against me. Hey. All because of me telling a truth. You feel me? <laughs> I just wrote something about that. And when I got back in the lemonade stand, Nobody really wanna. Everybody had their own lives going at that point in time now. Instead of trying to take the series, mm. but when we was taking the series, we had over, over seven hundred and eight hundred, almost one k people watching us per night. You feel me? It's just not the same no more. Right. We don't have that vibe. Everybody, they different ways. Yeah, life, life occurs. Life occurs, bro. And 
God, honest and true, I thank God for them for letting me be with them. Be with them, you feel me? Because I got to know them. And by getting to know them and hang outside them, these are people who were genuine at heart and don't mean no harm to nobody. It's just you ignorant mind people want to take shit sideways. Mm -hmm. If we can't sit here and talk like grown people and actually get to the root of a problem or even try to figure something out, have a real debate without, you know, jawing at each other. It shouldn't have to get to that level. Right. And sometimes it did. And it shouldn't have to. But there were some strong ladies and strong people on that show who held their composure. You feel me? Even when I felt like, even when I let them down, they still held their composure. You feel me? I felt like I wasn't at my best at the part of time. Yeah, I mean, I came over the show, don't get me wrong, but shit, man. Like, it was so much going on at that point in time. I just, like, really just got over, over the death of my grandma because we saw the lemonade stand in 2016. My grandma died in 2015. Later on, 2016, I lost my grandma's house mm. to, uh, to a fire. And, um, man, it's, at that point in time, it, it got rough even for me DJing because I stopped DJing for like damn almost eight months. Wow. You're grieving. I stopped. I stopped. I, I, stopped, I even grieved. But almost so fucking I quit shit. Mm. And it was it was tough. It was really, 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 really tough. And it took people to get in my head. Like smooth, bro. You need to get the fuck out the slump, bro. Like, I don't know what you need to do, but we don't like this shit. And it, it took me a long time to get back out there. Like, 2019, 2018, 2019, I was out my six year career DJing. 2018 and 2019. And the beginning of this year mm -hmm. was the best two and one fourth best years of my life. Because I experienced so much, I did so much, met so many people, new artists, and all that. And, excuse me, and. Yeah. Man, when you lose something like a family member like that, especially that was the pillar in your life, mm -hmm. it was it was really hard, man. Like she put me on the instrument in church, and I mean, drummer six since I was eleven. Damn. I, if I believe right now, if you put a piece, of a piece of sheet music in front of me right now, I can still read it. Because that's how much she influenced me. You feel me? And she was really the real reason why I got into music. And keeping her around, like especially when I was just downstairs practicing and whatnot, 
it, it, it should come back and all that goddamn noise <laughs> and all that stuff. And um, over the years, I didn't understand. Uh, me and mom, mm-hmm. I didn't understand uh, what it means to shut the fuck up and chill out. You feel me? If I could take back every word, you know what I'm everything, every wrong going, you feel me? I can, but I can't. But when I lost her, like, it's, it's like everything just broke. Like, my spirit, I wasn't happy. Um, had some real suicide thoughts. <laughs> um, it was hell, man. It was hell for real, and all. Um, I thank God for the people that I have in my life to keep my head straight. Like, bro, chill out, calm. Me. Mm-hmm. You got me out the house and everything. So, between 2015 till, if I had, if it's like this, if I had to just start, I found, like, I just if I want to build my house, mm-hmm. that's what I want to stay in right now. My foundations when I first started in 2013. No, it's been seven years since I've been DJing. 2013. That's the foundation. From 13 to 14, I'm pulling up the wood, putting in the insulation. You feel me? Putting them wires in the house. Right. 15 to the whole 15 and a half to 16. Okay. Tornado. Mm. Fire. But that foundation was still there. Mm-hmm. 17. I got my wood back. Started putting more insulation. Started kicking with people who would tell me you're wrong. Boy, say that again. That is key. Say that again. Started bro. putting my wire in my, my, my starting to, now I'm starting to design. Mm-hmm. 18 to now. I have a full kitchen. I have a house. I have a car, a family. Only thing was missing at that point in time was my pillar. Mm-hmm. But from what I learned from that pillar, I made a stronger one to hold not only just my myself up but whoever I interact with I make sure I saw nothing but love mm-hmm. you feel me and if it wasn't for that lady I'd probably be in jail probably dead for real like, I want I want the best I want the best grandson but I did good, but when I did wrong, I didn't want to admit to it. Mm. And that's when everything started to started falling. Because why I wasn't being a young adult male that I supposed to be. Mm-hmm. 
thank God for my mama too. Because if I heard slapping me, beat my ass, <laughs> right. chastising, I don't care what you say, chastising saved my life. Yeah, gotta have order. And I don't know, man. Just when you lose something like that, and when you, it's, it's like you lost everything. The love you had, the, the pride, the joy, that smile. It's like it's no longer there. It takes a while to get that. But for the past two years now, since everything really sparked off, and the people that I encounter and I'm close with to this day now, I'm thankful. I'm really, really thankful. Because if it weren't for them, the people not just named who I, in, in, the, in this whole podcast, those are the people who kept my head straight. Mm-hmm. And they never turned their back on me. You feel me? They never did. And I thank them. Because y'all could have said, fuck me. Which I did. Y'all could have said, I don't want to fuck with your lame man being on me. I'm still, I'm still supporting Thank you. Real shit, man. I think that's important, bro. I, if I may go a little deep with you again, I used to. My grandmother passed as well, uh, so I know that hurt you talking about. Like, fuck me up, bro. Like, um, you know how you you have like that place you could go, and shit gonna be all right. Like everything else in the world could be fucked up, but when you with this one person, you're good. That's how. That's what my grandmother was. In fact, if she heard me say grandmother, she'd snap off of my ass. I couldn't call her grandma. She hated being called grandma. You yeah. could call her mother or Susie. That was it. You couldn't call her grandma. Um, but majority of the manners I have yeah. of being checked when doing the shit the wrong way, her. Like, she was militant on my ass, and I thought she was just being mean, but not having my dad in my life I needed order and she understood that yeah you know what I'm saying so she was that general that's like no when I say do this this is what it is when I tell you to do this it's for your own good now you can step outside of that and get your ass beat but I'm gonna beat your ass and tell you why I'm beating your ass thanks you know what I'm saying now, I think that's important too because I think a, a lot of these young parents aren't getting that I think they're still doing that do as I say but they're not explaining why and that creates you know rebellion is. I don't even think that. You trying to be their friend more. Mmm. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're young. But that's your child. I must I, I tell my son this. Even though you know what I'm saying, me and my me and his mom have totally different issues. One thing I would never do, I would never broadcast anything or say anything bad about it because I have no reason to. I'm glad to hear that, bro. You feel me? Yeah, we have our own personal issues, but the world would never know that. Good. That's 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 grown man, man shit right there. I tell myself when I be playing Fortnite together, but I'm, I love you. Mm-hmm. And no matter what your mom says, I'm always gonna be here. 
Mm-hmm. I'm your best friend. I'm your, I'm, I'm a brother. I'm your dad. I ain't gonna tell you nothing wrong, but I'm gonna let you know when you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 not enough. It's fact. It's not enough, and it's already hard being a single black male father. Right. When you're trying to do right, but when you're trying to do right, it comes with major obstacles. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad I'm strong enough to get over those hurdles mm-hmm. and get through it. So that's I'm pretty blessed about that. And he's probably going to be hitting me up in the next 20, 10, 20 minutes now. <laughs> um, so no matter what it is I, with my son, if it's anything that he needs or wants, I'll make sure I go get it. And just like any parent, I'll go across words back to my son. That's love. And that part if I know dad. Mm-hmm. That will maybe become a better dad. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Yeah, bro. I th- I think I used to look at it as a uh, why me? But yeah. now I but now I'm like if if I'm blessed to have a child in the future, bro, I know exactly why I'm needed now being that kid you know what i'm saying that didn't wasn't able to call and talk to my dad i seen my, my dad twice first time i seen him i think i was six. Second time i seen him was at his funeral yeah well know how i found out my dad died yeah it was in june and uh coming on 15 years now but it was in june i had went to the store or something for my mom my mom had said hey and she sounded off. She was like, hey, buy a newspaper. I'm like, okay. So I, I brought a paper home. And she told me to come in the room. She sat me down. And she turned to the obituary section. That was my dad, bro. And she was like, look. You know, me and, and my dad's nickname was Chuck. She was like, me and Chuck didn't really get along, you know, a lot. But do you want to go bruh when I tell you that was the hardest decision I ever made bruh like I couldn't even legit answer right there oh that's what I'm yeah. cause I was mad I was sad and disappointed cause I was like I had said to myself and I had told my brother I'm like yo man when I go to college and graduate I'm hit my dad up I'm, I'm just gonna find him and we just gonna talk but a month after I graduate dies from a heart attack so now I'll never get those answers that I've always wanted. You know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy, man? My dad was locked up when I was small. Mm-hmm. I've seen my dad three times. See him twice when he was locked up. And the last time when he got out, we came to see him. But it's amazing how I found out that you was out took an Uber home and I never seen this lady. She said, you look just like your dad. Who my dad is? 
Mm. Michael Medefi. But you got to put a name Mike. Michael Wheat. Yeah. Yeah, your dad was just down there. Wow. You ain't even trying to see him? No. Oh, he spent the whole week with Mike. Oh. Okay. Right. Right. Third time when he came, third time, now this is when he came to see me. Try to hug me. I know you seen the little Facebook she said, did with the dude, yeah, did the girl uh -huh. like this. I legitly did that before he, like, I said. Yeah. Understandable. Like, and I, when I, when I, he seen, like, he felt the force in my hand get stronger and stronger. And I pulled him a little closer. I said, so why you didn't tell me that you was here? Mm. At this point now, I need an answer. You didn't want to tell me that. Okay. Get back in my Uncle Bruce car. In the back seat with your new child. Behind my auntie. Stay the hell away from me. I'm sorry. I, I don't know how he may feel some type of way about this, but if I had to find out from a person I've never seen before. Right. Right. That she was here. That's a problem. That's a problem, bro. That's, a, it, that's, that's more than a problem. I need to see you now. Like, bro, what the fuck? Right. You feel me? At this point now, my loud ass, annoying, aggy ass mama is both my mama and dad. I love that little day. Right. That's what I, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't no disrespect thing. I was like trying to tell her, cause she know she loud. She loud. She like to get loud and like Alright. So, but, um, it's just, she taught me how to be a man. Mm-hmm. By still playing her motherly role. Which is tough. We could have been sick. <laughs> My dad played football. We could have been sick. But I'm past that. I don't if I just if I if I talk to him. I don't think I will be. I don't think I will say anything for real. I think I'll be dry as fuck. And I hate that I'm like that, especially when I'm when it's like that to somebody that hurts me or something like that. Mm -hmm. But like, dude, I have no words for. Whatsoever, I don't. Well, like it's crazy. I just found out you got a whole other child right in the back seat. Right. Which is my little brother. It's crazy. I looked at him. I said, "Congrats, you go now." My uncle didn't say anything because he knew how I felt. Yeah. My auntie didn't say anything because she knew how I felt. Like, dude, I was feeling rage. <laughs> I was feeling rage. 
And oh, come on. Hold on, you good, you good, you good. And um, those two pillars, which is my mom and my grandmama, is what's holding my DJ house up. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Right. So, thank them, everybody who kept my head straight in life, especially the man upstairs. I think a lot of people in my life. It's too many names. It's way too many to name. But for those who did, I thank them. And I still do. Because there will be no Marcus or no DJ Smooth without now none of these people. I'm, I'm thankful for them. Thankful for the life experiences I went through. All the hardships, all the disappointments and anger and frustrations that made me clear-headed, level, humble, smiling. You feel me? Because everything that I did wrong, I no longer dwell on. Mm-hmm. I take it like a man. I pray on it. And it's like the next day, I don't have a worry in the world. Because I start a day anew. And an open and clear mindset. If I don't wake up like that as being a DJ, as a DJ, then these people don't need me. Mm. So. It's been a long seven years declaring the fire up. It's been a long seven years. But every last rock, every last pothole, every last detour, Every last dirt road I've ever been on. I thank you. Because now, I'm solid. There's there's Mm -hmm. nothing that can break me now. Right. You might get a crack, but I won't break. Been here before. It's what it is. That mentality. Mm-hmm. And just like Kobe said, if you can't, it, what's 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 an MVP without a championship? Kobe won five. Mm-hmm. He had two with Shaq and a three. He worked his ass. I don't want a Jordan mentality. I want a Kobe mentality. Kobe put in work day and night. Mm-hmm. From five o'clock in the morning to seven o'clock at night. It's pure work. 2017 until now. 
I want my fifth ring. I need to, I need my fifth ring. I have something to prove. I don't want to be known just for selling sneakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got six rings, but damn, I don't give a damn about that. Everybody want to know where the J's come out. Mm-hmm. I want to be known for my mentality, my go-to. And I want to be known as smooth. Like, DJ Smooth is one of the hardest overall DJs in the city. I had people tell me that. I've been like, now nah, I'm actually nominated for Club DJ of the Year. I don't want that. I want my people happy. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's cool. But being nominated doesn't guarantee you winning. You're in the playoffs. You're in the playoffs. I need 15 to 1. <laughs> I heard that. I, I heard that. I need those 14 and 2. Mm-hmm. Hell, I'll take the 10-4. <laughs> right. Right. But I refuse to give up. I refuse to quit. That's what makes me who I am. I'm not that Oh. He hard-headed. He don't want to listen. He too wild. I ain't him no more. I'm here. Let's get this work. Let's make these people have fun. Let's go home safe. If I can't do that, then what am I here for? If I can't bring a vibe to any person of an age, Mm -hmm. what am I here for? If I can't just be at work and my manager said, hey, play some music. And if I can't match how every person feels in that room, including white people, what is my love of music for then? You feel me? I have a music library in my brain that can go as far back as the fucking sisters. And damn it, maybe the 50s. Maybe. I can go a little face Sinatra. I, I can do a little. Oh, you fuck with the rap back too, bro? I can oh. fuck with. All right. Because I have people that's not afraid to sit here and tell me, smooth, trap shit ain't always going to be there. It's true. I can play for a white wedding now. I think I can play for a bar missing. I'm like, be surprised. Yeah. They... They like our shit. Yeah. And you know Which what? That's is crazy. Because <laughs> if I get too deep in it, then, you know. Yeah. But no matter what you listen to, music brings everybody together. Music brings everybody together. And that's what I want to do. Fact. Like. Hold on, bro. Music. I'm tell you, I'm gonna just before we end this or whatnot. I'm gonna tell you something that my grandma told me before she passed. Music is the gateway to the soul. Absolute truth. How you and what key you pick 
is what you're going to be. Either you're going to be a person that loves nothing but rap music, a person that loves neo soul, country, or whatnot. Don't be afraid to have that master key. Mm. I didn't know what that mean until I got my first white key. Now I have the key to pop. I have the key to EDM. I have the key to house music. I'm not afraid to go outside the box. I'm not afraid to get out the hole that I dug myself in. If I'm gonna dig myself in, I'm gonna dig my way out. Because in order way to dig my way out, yeah, it's gonna have to get bigger. Mm-hmm. But you still have to go up. Right. Because you have to think. You have to prepare yourself mentally and everything. It's been the point of time I done seen DJs get booed. I thank God I have not been in that predicament yet. But I done seen DJs get booed. It, it ain't no good sight. But just to sit here and tell, uh, have my grandmother sit here and tell me how you use that key is what's going to make you. I thought I'd just be stuck in in hip hop and R&B. No, I didn't know my ring. I didn't know my name would ring that much farther than what it is now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't realize how much of an impact I have made to kids now. Since I started DJing, it makes me feel good to go back to my alma mater and DJ for those kids. Right. Because you was in the bleachers. You was on that freshman side when everybody booed you. Mm-hmm. You was on that senior side when you booed them fucking freshmen. Right. And just having that high school feeling all over again. Not only makes you a dope DJ, but it makes you think like them, like, oh, this is what they like. Guess what? I tell all my hoes, break it up. What you tell them, break it down. What mm-hmm. else? Back Back it up. up. Mm-hmm. Might come back with a young boy song. I, it's, it's hard to find a clean young boy song. <laughs> oh, sh- yeah, that dude. It's it is hard to find a young boy song that's clean. But by hanging with them kids, listening to the songs they listen to I can press a button to sit on every last hustle where this man was saying because why I build that connection with them mm-hmm. hell sometimes if I ain't really DJing I might just come in the band room like yo like what y'all doing mm-hmm. let me get a pair of symbols really quick and jam because that's where I came from I came from playing drums I came from reading, writing, and sight music. I came from learning the circle of fifths. Like, dude, I bust my ass off of this music shit. Especially putting my heart into it because somebody who was my heart, you feel me, it still is, got me in it. And now I can't get out because the love I have for it has been installed in me. Get up Saturday mornings listening to the OJs cleaning mm-hmm. up you feel me mm-hmm. like that's how you know fuck, fuck all of them saying 
Commodore was. Come on. OJ, Smokey Robinson. Man, dude, come on. That's music. The shit we listen to now is trash to me. It doesn't have a more, it doesn't have a meaning. Right. But now, even though it doesn't have any more or meanings, us DJs got to let these kids know, like, yo, hold up. Even though you you saying what the song is saying, don't become the song. Right. Don't be afraid to open up your ears to different type of music. Like me, everybody, everybody swear but I love rap. No, I love the real soul. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, I recently, 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 <laughs> just started listening to DJ Chicago Kid. What? Yeah, I'm tripping. I know, I know, yeah. I know. I can take that. Yeah. I can take that. Turning me up. I, I can take that. He laid down what you're seeing on right now, laid back and sung. Turning me up, bruh. Man, bruh, I'm, you ch- I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed, bruh. I'm sorry. Come on, man. I'm sorry, BJ. <laughs> I, I, look, 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 look. The Chicago Kid is a monster, <laughs> bruh. He is. And PJ Morton. PJ Morton is highly and P- slept and on, people brother. don't understand. He was with uh, Adam Levine. Mm-hmm. And that boy could see, boy. His boy, his I ain't gonna lie. The first song I actually really listened to him was uh that track he did with Kanye uh heard him say yeah I was like yeah. who is this melodic white guy yes and I was like oh man now I gotta go go get into my pop roots now and listen to this man sing and then I found out about your green days your all-american rejects man I yeah I forever love every last pop metal band that ever came out because why if I wanted to be a wrestler, I had my wrestling song. Everybody did that. And I but see, yeah. mine were Evanescence. Which one? Sacrifice. Mm, see, I thought, I thought you was going to go with that track. Um, How can you see into yeah. eyes? Yeah. That's, that's, yes, that's, 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 that's it. That track. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That's it. It's something about when that when that, that metal guitar can and da Yeah. Or, or I probably would have went with uh either All American Rejects or Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. People won't admit, but um, what's that track that the Undertaker had back in he the day? He rolled it, rolled it, rolled it, rolled it, rolled it. Yeah. He Limp Biscuit performed it. Yeah, I know. That, oh, WrestleMania. Yeah. 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 I so yeah. I'm there with you, bro. We we was blessed to come in an age yeah. where nerd didn't just specifically <coughs> cater to one genre. It was like a blend of different stuff. Yeah. And so yeah, that's how and everybody it, didn't think of you as oh he's a weird ass dude or he's right. emo ass dude. No, man. I like the same shit y'all listen to. It's about like other shit. Right. So Right, man. So, hey. <laughs> fact, fact, bro. Oh yeah, man. Bro, this was a blessed conversation, bro. It was. It was. I, I know the first time we posted did it, uh, it was so much going on. I'm gonna tell you, bro. So. Let me let me stop you right there. I'm a firm believer in the universe knows when it's right. 
And it, it was, yeah. Universe was like, nah, nah, we gonna make it, it. That time would be cool. This but is gonna be dope. This time mm. would be a better time. Yeah, right. And I, I, I thank you for this, man. Um, it felt like therapy. It is. This is why I love doing it. It, it really felt like therapy. <laughs> That's why and I'm an advocate for it. I even told myself, not because I need it. You feel me? But there's nothing wrong seeing some kind of therapy. It doesn't have to be mental. Mm-hmm. If you need to go therapy, just to have somebody to talk to. Yeah, bro. Especially being a black man, bro. You definitely like, need to to rinse, bro. Like it's it's this was therapeutic. Mm-hmm. And I, I you was like, there when we did covers, man. You saw how I go. Oh yeah. How how deep the rabbit hole will go, bro. And oh yeah, that shit was too deep. I had to walk out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I said, nope, not, not, don't catch me slipping today. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> but bro. I, I really, really enjoyed this. Brother, the pleasure is all mine. I appreciate Ooh. you. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my t shirt. Yeah, man. Definitely. Let them know, bro. Shout out to the 2020 podcast. Hey. Um, if, got people calling me now. Yeah. If, um, anybody needs to get in contact with me, um, with any kind of booking wise, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, holla. Um, right, definitely. I ain't gonna say fuck with you because we ain't <laughs> in the streets. Right, but let's talk some business. Let's do some numbers. Let's see something. That is, bro. Brass. Guess who's wearing that shirt to work tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> bro. <sighs> well, this been your boy, sir, man. DJ Smooth, bro. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, man. Brass. And uh, we out, bro. Ooh. All right, so look here. This is your boy, sir, of the 2020 Podcast LLC. We have ordinary conversations with extraordinary people. So if you're looking to have a dialogue, you want to talk about business, you want to talk about life, or you just want to fuss and rant and rave, we with it. So come subscribe to the 2020 Podcast LLC. See you there. Yeet.